I had the pr privilege and pleasure of growing up as a child in the 80s. I was born in 1976. And uh, I, th there's some great action movies in the 80s. Just familiarize yourselves with them. Um, one of the best ones, it's one of the only times a sequel, I think, is it's just really far better than the original, um, is Aliens. All right, the original came out in the late 70s, Alien. But Aliens, oh man, that's great. And so it's this, you know, scene like space marines, right? And they have to go rescue this colony of, you know, uh, you know people out in some distant outpost in space that has been taken over by these aliens. And they're the, the nasty type, right? Um, they're called xenomorphs in the movie, right? And um, anyway, they get in way over their head and Sigourney Weaver has to save the day and she's, she's kicked tail and all this stuff. But there's one character named Hudson. He's uh, acted, or his, the, the actor who did that part was Bill Paxton. I don't know if you remember him from different movies. Um, he unfortunately passed away. Anyway, Hudson is this like kind of crazy Marine. And um, there's a point where he just goes ham on all these aliens. That's the only way to say it. So he's just going nuts, right? He's got, he's just every gun that he has, he's just going, just blowing things apart, right? And uh, it's like, you want some of this? Boom. You want some of this? Boom. Oh, you too? You want some of this? Boom, right? And then eventually he runs out of bullets and he dies, okay? Um, however, every time I read this gospel, I think of Hudson from Aliens. <laughs> Because the Lord is just going off on the scribes and the Pharisees. Woe to you, woe to you, woe to you, right? All this stuff, right? You're like unseen graves over which people unknowingly walk. That's a high insult. I've never ever insulted someone that way. And then here comes a scholar of the law. Teacher, by saying this, you're insulting us too. Woe to you, also scholars of the law, you impose on people burdens hard to carry, but you yourselves do not lift one finger to help them. So the Lord goes off. Jesus could get angry. He, we domesticate him way too much. The Lord gets angry at things that are not in line with his Father's will. He loves the scribes and the Pharisees, but he loves them enough to call them out on things that are keeping them personally from entering the freedom that God wants them to have and also, and maybe even especially, because they're imposing things that are keeping others from entering. They're not entering themselves and they're not entering or they're not allowing other people to enter. And so Jesus has to call them out. Does it mean that observances, external observances are wrong? Absolutely not. We do lots of external observances. The church still asks them of us. The problem is, back then and is still today, when those external observances are only done for performing. When they're not connected to an interior reality. There's lots of performing that's going on during this pandemic especially, right? We have to connect to interior realities, not just performance, not just to signal virtue, but to perform something that connects us to a deeper thing. That's the Lord. 
Jesus wants us, yes, to do certain things, but to have the action flow from a deeper place than just doing stuff to be seen, to be noticed, to be observed in a particular way so that people might think particular things of us, but rather to do things because they are the right thing and to know where that comes from, a living relationship with God, not an external observance, but in an interior encounter that then shapes and forms our actions. That's what the Lord wants for us. And friends, he'll call out anything in us that is false and fake. Thank God for that. Because otherwise we spend our whole time building a facade that's just not real. It's part of the reason, by the way, this altar is what it is. It's real. And it's natural. It's not polished. It hasn't been worked over to look like something it's not. It just is. It's a rock. And it has some rough edges to it. Well, friends, I think our faith should look like that, actually, because that's substantial and strong, and it's not going to go anywhere. To play the game of looking apart but not actually being that, so often I, I liken that to like a shiny Christmas ornament, like one of those blue shiny balls. And it looks nice from the outside, but if you drop it, or if you take it and you push it against something hard, it just shatters. And our faith, if it's only external observances, can be that. The Lord takes us deeper. He takes us into the heart, into the mess of the heart too. Because the problem with a lot of this external observance is to make it look like we have it all together when we don't. Friends, we're all messes apart from Jesus. Without him, we're absolute mess. It's better to acknowledge that and our need for our Savior than to pretend like we have it all together. And we spend so much energy pretending like we have it all together. Better to just be real. And then we become substantial when we acknowledge that reality. I need you, Jesus. And he's like, good. Now let me help you and together what we'll do is from the inside out make you solid. From the inside out, not the outside in. We think that we can just do it from the outside and then eventually it'll get inside. We've got to start at the inside, at the level of the heart. And then all the observances have their proper place and their proper meaning. Don't think for a second I'm saying no external observances. No, I'm not saying that at all. External observances are good if and when they're connected to an interior reality. Let's go right to the heart of the matter. Let's go right to the heart and let our Lord meet us, love us, and heal us there.